Good morning, good morning. It's Saturday morning, and this is Go ED Boot Camp. How the heck is everybody today? Everybody doing good? Good, good. Blow up the chat. Let me know how you're doing. Right, all right, all right. Thank you for some of you raising your hand that are attentive so that you appear in my uh, top five screens here. Uh, <laughs> I actually booted somebody that was uh, not paying attention on a previous Zoom. I got in trouble from Megan, but um, it's just hard to talk when you're looking at people like you're like pouring your heart out, trying to help. And someone's like sleeping or doing whatever. So anyway, I'd encourage you to turn your video on, get plugged all the way into this boot camp. Guys, we are at week four. And we have one more week in this boot camp. One more week. We do have a couple of exciting things coming up. Uh, let me share these real quickly. First of all, here is our income disclaimer. Um, somebody can put it in the chat. That would be great. Uh, it's important that you know that none of us are saying that this business is easy, that we make no guarantees, that uh, it takes a lot of hard work. It takes successful sales efforts, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, leadership, and a whole heck of a lot of other things, including grit to succeed at this thing. However, I don't make any guarantees, but I do believe that anybody that's on this Zoom, if you're not already ED, you can go executive director uh, by the end of, if not this month, then September, you'll have all the tools that you need to go and find those 17 or 18 clients to go executive director or create a couple of senior coach legs. Okay. Who believes that? Let me know in the chat. Um, or if you're already ED to go to whatever that next level is, maybe grow by, you know, a few points, two, three, four points, totally up to you. Seeing some amazing FQVs this month. Um, real quick, a couple of uh, housekeeping things. We have something called the Go FIBC Mastermind coming up. Uh, this is going to be six weeks. It is going to start, well, there's an extra space in there, but it's going to start Saturday, September 24th. Okay, Saturday, September 24th. Uh, it's the last week in September. It's going to run for six weeks. There are five Saturdays in October. So it's going to run through the end of October. And I'm just going to say this, guys, this is not another boot camp. For those of you who have been part of these in the past, and you know what we're doing. Uh, this is high, 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 high commitment. This is something where you're checking in. We've, we've got content flowing, training, tactics, skill sets, mindsets flowing into the Facebook group every single day, five to 10 minute lives that are happening. Um, you make a commitment to check into that group every single day. This is not just a Saturday thing. We do also happen to do a Saturday Zoom. We do a big red carpet celebration at the end, which we will do in November for everybody who reaches FIBC for the very first time. So this is designed for coaches who are at least executive director. So if you're not executive director yet, you want to get there. If not this month, then by September 24th, so you can be a part of this mastermind. Uh, and there's just a whole slew of things you have to commit to uh, before you join the group. We will let you know, but I wanted you to save the dates and know that this is coming. So you're not too sad that this boot camp is ending. We got a mastermind. And this is one of my favorite things to do all year because it is such high commitment. Everybody in there wants to grow. Everybody in there, 
most for the most part is super attentive. Uh, you, you respond to the daily check-ins. You're you're doing the work. You're raising your hand. Uh, you're overcoming your obstacles. It's just fun. It's it's uh, it's it, everybody everybody grows during Mastermind. So that is coming. And the other thing I want to throw out so you guys know is we are doing a fin which is fully integrated national, otherwise known as IND integrated national director to Fibble. So anybody that has a desire to go from integrated national or global or presidential to Fibble, which is integrated global or integrated presidential, that means you have five FIBC lines, separate FIBC lines, okay? If you have that desire, we are doing a virtual event. We're teaming up with the Eccles. We're teaming up with the Tinters. We're teaming up with the Woods. We're teaming up with all of your leaders that you know, the Howards, the Shatslines, the Bakers, the Goffs, the Wallaces, and all and the other Goffs and <laughs> all the Fibbles, okay? This is something we're all putting together to for some high-level training. It is going to be a two-day event that's happening in November. It's going to be virtual. And listen to this. We are actually doing this thing uh, at a professional studio here in Arizona, in Scottsdale. Like, this is, this is going to be high-tech, professionally produced live in a studio, a little studio audience is going to be there. I mean, we're, we're going all out on this thing to make this an amazing, amazing event. Okay. But you want to get to integrated national by the end of October to be able to attend. Now I will say this, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but we are considering opening it, opening it up to integrated regionals and above, but we haven't made that decision yet. So if we've got any integrated regionals and you have an opinion on that, let us know in the chat, but, um, we may do that. We'll let you know when we announce it, but I wanted everybody to have those dates saved. What was that? November 3rd and 4th, okay? The other thing is, I know some people are doing some watch parties and things like that, getting their teams together. But we'll talk about all that when it gets closer. And everybody, if you're on this boot camp, you are invited as long as you um, qualify rank-wise. All right? All right, let's get this thing going. What do you guys think? You guys ready? I was thinking this morning before we kick things off, I guess we've already kicked things off. Uh, Megan is traveling this morning in a session at a retreat for Valor, uh, the kids' school. Um, I hear that's going awesome. She's uh, they had like a little mini mini uh, mini convention for coaches there. I saw them; they were all out at a barbecue joint a couple nights ago, and it was all our team. It was it looked really really fun. So anyway, um, so I was so she's not with us, but she's. She'll probably uh, be logging on and listening in the background. So all that to say this, for those of you who know me, I'm just going to ask forgiveness right now because I don't have Megan like bumping me uh, under the table uh, or giving me a look. So if I happen to uh, say something that offends you, I have to remind myself this is a boot camp for all coaches. This is not a high level leadership training. Uh, and just know this, my heart in this boot camp and all the people that are going to be training, our hearts are to help you win. That's why we do this. This is not an ego stroke. This is not because uh, we want you to think we're the leader or you want we want you to think we did a good job training or a good job doing the boot camp. Uh, that's that's great. We hope you think that. But ultimately, we want to see you win. You can't win if you don't know where the finish line is, right? Do you have your, your finish line, your next finish line, your next leg of the race that you're working towards? Do you have that defined? Will you know it when you do win? 
And, and I ask people sometimes like, Hey, what do you want to accomplish? You know, especially new coaches and you know, with, with this coaching uh, opportunity. And, and, and I hear people say, well, I just want to take it as far as I can. Well, you can take it as far as you want to, as far as you decide to, let me rephrase that. Not want to, it can't be a want to only it starts with a want to, but then it's a decide to it's counting the cost, looking at what it's going to take. And even knowing I may not understand completely what it's going to take to get there, but I'm committed no matter what I run into to get into that goal. So how many of you on here are still shooting for executive director? Let us know in the chat. And are you and when are you going to get there? Because this boot camp is designed to give you everything that you need to be able to, if you put the things into action to get you to at least executive director. So let me look at the chat here. Let me look at the comments on the Facebook. Bye. We are. By the way, we are live on Facebook and the Zoom is full. Hey, this is huge, you guys. This is the first boot camp that we have done where the Zoom, a thousand spots in the Zoom, has filled up four weeks into the boot camp. So hats off, you guys. Congratulations. That is absolutely massive. I wasn't sure it was going to happen today. I was watching the numbers. I'm like, oh, here we go. Everybody got too busy or everybody got frustrated or everybody got got you know, discouraged or whatever. We all know the antidote to discouragement is action, right? We've been talking about that. So I'm seeing everything in the chat still going for it. Some of you are saying end of September. Some of you are saying end of October. Some of you are saying November. You don't have to move super fast, but decide that you're going to go there, whatever that goal is, and that and when you are going to get there. And then you just reverse engineer that and put the work in to get there. It's not about, oh, I'd like to go as far as, you know, as far as I can. No, you can do whatever you want. If you're on this Zoom, you got up on a Saturday morning, you, especially West Coast or actually anybody, because Saturdays are busy. You won the negotiation with yourself. How many of you won the negotiation with yourself today? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Every day, multiple times per day is a negotiation with yourself. And you have to get really good at two things. One, winning that negotiation with yourself. And two, losing that negotiation with yourself because you're on both sides of it. And some of us on here, we're too good at this side, winning the nego negotiation, meaning you're losing the negotiation. I got up this morning and man, when that alarm went off, I was like, oh, Okay, I, listen, I don't need to, I don't need to go get a jog in, um, you know, I don't, you know, I'll be fine, I can just roll out of bed and I don't need a shower, I don't need to shave, I don't need to take my cold shower and wake me up and get the blood flowing this morning, even though I'm telling everybody else to do that. And, here, and then my mind starts going, I'm like, okay, just roll out, you just get out, here's a little trick for you, okay, if you don't feel like rolling out of bed, getting out of bed, just roll over and fall down onto your knees on the side of the bed. Okay, I'm telling you, this is something that works. I've forced myself to do this, and it was all I could do some mornings to just roll myself over and get me off the side of the bed. And then once you get there, you will get up. Because then you're like, oh, all right, I'm already up. I'm out from under the covers. Okay, I guess I'll. And you're mad, and you're negotiating with yourself. This morning I was doing that. I'm like, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, skip my exercise because I don't need it. And then I found like, oh, well, I might as well. I got up early enough to get it in. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not going to shower. I don't need it. And then I'm like, okay. And I'm negotiating and I'm starting to wear myself out. And I remember after I was, I was on there and I was like, you know what? It's early here. I'm tired. Right after boot camp, 
I'm going to go lay down and I'm going to go back to sleep and get a nap in. Well, except I have some Zoom commitments. And I literally was trying to talk myself into getting out of those Zoom commitments. Well, I already know when I make a commitment, I'm not winning that negotiation because I'm going to show up. But by the time I got done getting my body moving, getting, getting flowing, getting, you know, getting the shower in, get, getting the, the sweat going, I was like, I, I, I couldn't go back to bed now if I wanted to, right? So just know every day when it comes to putting all these things into action, it is a negotiation with yourself. And get really, if you can get really good at one thing, it'll change the whole game. And that is making commitments to yourself and honoring those commitments. I know many of you have heard this before, but your self-esteem, your confidence is your reputation that you have with yourself. And the reason some of you walk with your head down and you don't feel like you can do it, you're not sure if you believe in yourself, it's because you have a bad reputation with yourself. It's because every time you make a commitment, you lose the negotiation. You convince yourself that it'll be okay. The only problem is you might be able to convince people with other BS excuses, but you know the truth. You know why you didn't show up. It's because you decided not to. But every time you make commitments, even a small commitment, and you honor that, your reputation with yourself goes up. Your self-esteem goes up. Your confidence goes up. Whether it's making your bed in the morning, whether it's getting up at a certain time. Did you know if you decide at night, I'm going to get up at 530 tomorrow morning, and then you hit that snooze button, and you don't get up till 6 or 630, how do you feel? How do you feel about yourself? You go into the day losing. It's better not to make that commitment. So if you can do one thing that will impact your entire life, don't make a bunch of commitments just to feel good. Because if you don't honor them, your reputation with yourself, your confidence, your self-esteem is going to actually go down. But when you make that commitment, know that you are going to honor that commitment. So if, it's, if you say you're going to get up at 530, you darn well better get your butt up at 530. Start your day with a win, right? Okay, so that's my little challenge for you today. Um, I have a few more things I'll be peppering throughout and then closing with, but we have an amazing, amazing lineup happening today. And uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna let these let these folks loose. So uh, get your pens and notebooks ready, turn off all your other notifications. Some of you have heard me say this before. As I look back through our journey, this coaching journey, especially at the beginning, there are many times that it was just one line that was said in the middle of a training. And it usually wasn't the main concept, but it was just something somebody said going into their section or coming out of it or somebody that was transitioning that like blew my mind. It was exactly what I needed to hear. And it changed the trajectory of my business. That happened all the time. And the reason I want to encourage you guys, if you're going to be here, be all in is yes, the honor and commitment side of things, your reputation with yourself, you know, if you're doing something else, you know, if you're not paying attention, you know, if you're mailing it in, don't do that to yourself, might as well not show up. But I don't want you to miss that one thing. 
All it takes is one thing to change the trajectory of your business that you apply to your business after this. We're not asking you in these boot camps to apply every single thing that you learned. We cover so much because we want everybody on here to get that one or two things that changes everything. Any other leaders on here? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever, have you ever had that one thing that you, you that just like blew your mind and you're like, that's it. That, that's the thing. That's the thing. And it changed everything. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say every single one of you guys on a boot camp here today, about 2,000 of you, which, by the way, congratulations, because there's over 8,000 in the Facebook group. So congratulations for showing up. Pat yourself on the back. Your reputation with yourself just went up. Your reputation with me just went up. But that's not what's important. We are committed to every single one of you here getting that one thing today. So, all right, let's rock and roll. We're going to go to... Uh, Amy Roberts to get us kicked off today. Why do I love my job? Amy. Good morning, everyone. I am so honored to be on here. Dan, thank you so much. Y'all, as I was sitting there listening to Dan, I hope I can bring one thing to you this morning that blew my mind with this business. I'm going to tell you a little brief, brief first. I'm so happy you showed up because that's the first step in this business. If you show up, you're ready to go up. You were made for more, and that's why you're on here. So keep going. So I'm going to tell you a brief story. Um, 14 years ago, my husband and I started our own business. It was hard. We spent our first store we opened, $500,000 we borrowed. And we had three small children, two dogs. And we were working, working. My husband worked from 530 to 830 every day. We planted, 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 put our own racks in the retail stores, did all the work. Can I tell you that we didn't see any fruit for five years? We didn't see any fruit. It was hard. It was more work than we've ever done in our life, but it was worth it. It was so worth it. Now I'm going to tell you why I love this job. This job is unreal to my husband, not unreal. It is absolutely. These are my top three things that I love. Number one. This is a no risk job. There's no risk to you. You didn't buy a storefront. You didn't pay for employees. None of it. You have no risk in this. Your only risk is not going all in, but you showed up today. So you're ready. You're ready to put the work in. Now, second, my second thing I love of this job, I love it and it's hard. You got to find the people to run with. Okay, I had a coach like two weeks ago tell me this, y'all, and it blew my mind and I've chewed on it for like a week. She said, Amy, she had an amazing business, amazing funnel, ED in four days. And she gave it up because she said, Amy, I really wish this business was based on me and not on my team. I chewed on this and chewed on this. Do you know there's nothing in your life that's based on you? I will tell you, remember that, that stores that my husband and I opened? We own five different stores. Do you know that we have fired a thousand people over the last 14 years? Do you know we've kept 50? 50 run with us because 50 knew what they had. They knew and we honored them and we helped them. But those thousands, they didn't even deserve it. They didn't deserve the opportunity because they treated it with contempt. So we let them go. You've got to weed through your clients and, or your coaches and see who really wants it and who doesn't. And it may take you time. Remember, we didn't grow that for five years. It took five years to find the runners. 
Now, the second thing I want to tell you, or the third thing, I'm sorry. The third thing why I love this job. Do you know every single person deserves a job like this? Do you know that I'm the client that you would have passed by? Now I have four children. We have five companies. We have two debutante dogs. I've had a lot of chaos in my life and a lot of busy. You would never ask me about this. You would never. But you know what? This job saved my life. It gave me accountability in our health. And guess what, y'all? Busy people make the best coaches. They know how to juggle tons of stuff. Don't be scared to ask the busy ones. They're the ones that are going to work the hardest for you. Can I just tell you that you didn't find Optavia. It found you to bless you. You have something in your hands that all you got to do is show up and steward it. It's a gift. My husband tells everybody all the time. They ask him about his work. Oh, I want to get your work. He goes, really? Took me five years to make a dime. My I mean, my wife's job, she said she literally signed up to be a coach and had fruit the first month because all she did was get bold and show up in her health. And then it shows up. People see it. You don't sell this. You don't. You share and care. When you share your story, what happened? People are going to just light up to want to join you because you cared enough. Y'all, this is a dream job. It's a dream job. Don't stop. Right now, you're planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds. But guess what? That growth season, like our stores that took five years, you're in the growth season. If you give up now, you won't get the harvest. No risk job. Keep going. I don't care if it takes you a year or 10 years. It's a no risk job. No risk to it. I love you. I hope this adds values. And I hope every one of you get on training and show up because this is how I grew it. Thank you, Dan. Hope everybody has a blessed day. Oh, that's a good start. I love your energy, Amy. How many of you guys love that energy? You can feel that. Like you actually believe that she believes what she's saying. Did you know that's one of the keys? To bring clients on and bring coaches on. When you have the energy, it doesn't have to be a personality like Amy's or like mine or like anybody else's, but your energy is confident. There's some passion in your energy and there's some belief in your energy. You guys have heard this before. You don't have to pe convince people to believe in coaching or believe in the program. You just have to convince them that you believe in it. They will borrow your belief because they trust you and they will jump in. So awesome, Amy. Great start. Uh, it's so easy to forget what we have in our hands here. How absolutely amazing it is. The, the next to nothing investment the next to no overhead, um, no employees to manage. And not only that, but I want you guys to think about this. We don't have to do all the back-end logistics. We don't have to handle shipping stuff out. We don't have to handle putting stuff out on the floor. We don't have to handle doing inventory. We don't have to handle any of the financial payments side of things. Like all that is a lot. I mean, we've got uh, just the best vehicle in the world right here. So coming up next, uh, like I was talking about at the beginning, like Amy is obviously exemplifying here, one of the biggest keys to doing well in this business and in life in general is leading yourself. And uh, I've asked Dave Goff, who's the master of this, uh, to come on and share a little bit about leading yourself. The master. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Thanks for the faith, brother. And Amy, you killed it. You absolutely killed it. You got me fired up and I appreciate it. Hey, I'm, I'm curious real quick, hop in the chat. Just, just let us know who has been on every single week on bootcamp, either that or you caught it live within the first 24 hours or so. 
<laughs> I don't know if anybody else. I love seeing that chat like popcorn, like just going nuts, right? You guys want this, don't you? Yeah. Listen, I, I promise you it's worth it. I can tell you right now, if you're new and you're, you're going for executive director, that rank right there is what absolutely changed my world. Chantel's world. Our, our world is different because it was proof of concept that we could do this and it changed us. You know, going on seven years of, of coaching now, um, man, I, I, I literally look at this and realize we have, we've coached a lot of people, right? And, and all kinds of people. Y'all know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of people in this world and they're all different, right? We coached all kinds of them. You name it. We've coached, I mean, we coach passionate people. We coach passive people. Uh, we've coached people who uh, answer the phone. We've also coached people who ghost. Anybody else? Or is that just me? All right. I'm just curious. We, we coach people who love the red berry cereal and then the rest of us who don't, right? We, we you know, I'm talking about, we coach people who hack their way out of fat burn and we coach people who have the flipping condiment list tattooed on the back of their hand. Actually, that, that's a little bit of an embellishment, but it probably will happen someday. You get what I'm talking about. All those people, though, that we've been able to coach over the years, I've narrowed down to the absolute hardest person to lead. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like who has two thumbs and is hard to lead? This guy right here. And by the way, spoiler alert, you're in the same boat. You absolutely are. The same can be said about you. The hardest person you're ever going to coach is yourself. And, and I get it. Some of you are like, yeah, not me, Dave. I'm a self-starter. Good for you. You know, you are. And I appreciate that. But I will dare to say this. You're probably a self-starter in the areas you're comfortable with. But there are probably areas of your life that still need a little attention and are actually holding you back from your potential. And have you ever noticed maybe how, how it's easier to find the problem with other people than it is for yourself? Yeah, it's true, right? And here's the reason why. It's because we judge others. I mean, we judge ourselves by our actions. <laughs> I'm sorry, let me reverse, reverse that a little bit. We, we judge other people by their actions. But we judge ourselves by our intentions. Like, I, I know what I meant to do, right? And, I, and, and it doesn't matter what I did. Oh, I know what I meant to do. Like, Dave, I, I meant to do client support, but dang, my cat needed a bath last night, you know? So, you, you know, I, I know I, I told myself I was going to start 15 conversations today, but I got caught up watching reels, man. I just ran out of time. You know, we judge other people by their actions, ourselves by our intentions. I, yeah, I know I didn't, but I really meant to. And I'll be danged if Dan didn't go exactly where I'm going today. It's already in my notes, bro. But I'm not going to take it as a bad thing. It's confirmation that the simplest example of self-leadership is that stinking alarm clock. I love it that every day you set your alarm, right? I mean, right here, none of us use the old, old school ones anymore, right? We, we use the phone. You set that alarm. You know you want to get up 5 a.m., whatever it is on your phone. And every time that button hits, man... Boom, you hit the snooze. And I will tell you, I'm old. So it was much more comforting back in the day to actually slap something and feel like a tangible object under your hand. Now you got to like hunt for it and touch, you know, you know what I'm saying? But, but that snooze button, it is the perfect example of self-leadership because we, we do that. We snooze. The bed is warm and comfortable. Just nine more minutes. It'll make all the difference in my life, right? And so put a me in the chat, though, if you have ever snoozed buttoned your way into a frantic hurried screwed up day where everybody's attitudes junk and it just kind of set the tone for the rest of the time maybe for your entire family right i get it you had the best of intentions 
but the comfort was calling you. And the truth is your life is no different. You get warm and cozy and comfortable in that comfort zone, right? But here's the question I got to ask today is what are you hitting snooze on that you really ought to be making moves on? What are you procrastinating that needs your priority today? And you know it rhymes, so it has to be true, right? <laughs> we, we prove this concept every day. It's far more comfortable to hit snooze than for our feet to hit the floor. And the same can be said about building your business because it's far more comfortable to put off the stuff that'll actually move the needle in your business than it is to actually do them. But I'm here to tell you that your potential is too great and the people in your circle around you are too desperate for you to snooze away what you have in your hands because going ED requires leadership and that leadership is on you. Sorry, this is hard today, but it's just true. The leadership is on you and nobody else is coming to do it for you. You can have the best of mentorship. And by the way, we do, Dan and Megan Valentine, top of the top, right? You can have the best of mentorship, but this business will not grow unless you learn to lead yourself. It's the blessing and the curse, right? This kind of business thrives on self-leadership. It's the only way to grow and experience success. And I literally, my Facebook memories today, I thought this is pretty cool, sitting here getting ready and this pops up. I got to find it now. All right, right here. Stories from a year ago. Check that out. It's out of a book called uh, The Obstacle is Away. Go figure. And it's from Publius Cirrus. I don't know who that is, but he said, would you have a great empire? Rule over yourself. That's it, Right? It requires leadership. I, I love this. The problem most of us have an employee mentality. We wait for the boss to show up and tell us what to do. We wait for the boss to show up with the list of instructions. Let me tell you right now, your mentor is not your boss. You are. And let me go a further step. Maybe it's not even you today, but it's you out in the future, right? What do we do? We lead from the future. We act in the now. So maybe it's time we consult our future self and, and decide what does your future self need to tell your current self? What hard conversation needs to take place? Do you really need to give yourself more grace today? Because we love giving grace, man. Do I need more grace today or do I need a hard conversation for some tough love? Because I'm telling you right now, seven years later, we are still leading ourselves. We're still having to learn to do that. I'm telling you, before convention, we were launching out. We, we knew there were some things shifting in us. And we went to convention hungry and ready for more. And we came back on fire. And we're still on fire to the point that I was tired of, of having to have people look at my Facebook to see that I'm a health coach. I wanted them to see it physically when they saw me in person. And so I went and put my money where my mouth is. Chantel, too. We hired a trainer for a year. Convention to convention, I will come next year a different man. Why? Because I decided to leave myself. We came back. You, know, you, you don't get what you get. You create what you want, right? So we came back and decided, you know what? Almost seven years later of coaching, we're getting sponsoring mindset all over again. And guess what? Coaches are coming. The well's not dry. We quit digging it, right? We quit dipping down in there. And so I, I just want to encourage you today. You can change the trajectory of your business. We made a decision. We set our intentions like an alarm, right? We didn't come home hoping things would change. We would decided to lead ourselves into that change. And there's some truth, and please don't miss this. Hope won't change your business, but habits will. You're following that? Hope, you can't hope your way into a good business, but your habits will change your business. And the biggest kicker is this. The habits won't just change your business. The habits will change you. That's it. So what about you? Maybe less do goals, goals of what I want to do. Maybe it's better to have who goals. Who do I need to become? 
What do I need to do differently in my life so I can show up better and lead myself in a better way so others will come along, right? It, it's changing our habits. It's moving forward. Now, I'm out of time, but I will straight up tell you today, you, you can't change what you're willing to tolerate. So maybe it's time to have a hard conversation to stop some things and to start some things. Maybe that's some homework for you today is in looking at my life and consulting my future self. What would that person tell me today that I need to stop doing? And what do I need to start doing? Because right now it's about leading yourself. And I'm telling you, you're more than capable of doing it. Thank you, guys. Home run, Dave. Who needed to hear some of that? And let me talk to some leaders that are on here. You've heard that before. And you're like, hey, I want to get to the like starting conversations or how to bring on coaches or the, the tactics. The reason that this message is ingrained inside of Dave and Chantel, and nobody's perfect at it, you always have to keep deciding to lead yourself. But the reason that message just flows is because they have heard it hundreds of times. They've studied it. They've listened to it. So there's some concepts that we share on these boot camps. And wait till the mastermind starts. For those of you that are EDs and above, uh, this is every day, every day, not an hour long Zoom or hour and a half, but but we, there are some things you just need to get ingrained because it doesn't matter how good you are at starting the conversations, how good you are at social media. I've seen people that are the best of the best at social media that can't build this business. They got the fanciest, coolest because they don't have the self-leadership. They don't have the passion. They don't have the belief. They don't have, they don't, they don't know how to, oh, as soon as they hit an obstacle, they just stop. Or when they get discouraged, they check out for six months. Like these things are vital. You've got to have both sides of it. You got to put it together. So, all right, we're going to go to Megan Thaxton next. Thank you, Dave. That was awesome. Uh, amazing. Brilliant. And we're going to keep this train moving. Megan, are you there? I'm here. Good morning. Hey, family. Happy Saturday. Dan, thank you so much. I am so excited to share with you guys um, today, and it's truly an honor. Um, so I, before I get started, I want to know who I'm talking to today. So if you've ever experienced some resistance in your business, will you just put a me in the chat? If you've experienced some resistance, put a me in your chat. Well, family, I'm here to encourage you today. And I pray that my, my story will just be that, just that, an encouragement to you today to keep going, even when it's hard. And when I thought about my topic and what I was going to share on, you know, fighting through with resistance, um, I was reminded of the compass uh, that we were gifted in Arizona by Dan and Megan. And, um, you know, I thought about how this business, you know, it's a lot like being handed a compass because a compass, as we all know, it points you in that desired future, right? It points you north um, and it puts you on the path that you desire to be on and to that destination that you desire to get to. And I thought about the gift of this business and how we have all been handed the keys to a very a very successful life, a life of impact and service and financial freedom and time freedom, whatever that desired future that you have for your life and for your family. But what the compass doesn't tell you, and boy, do I wish it would, right, is the storms and the rivers and the mountains that you are going to have to overcome to get to that desired 
future. You know, my journey, my story, just kind of give you a little insight um, into Megan Thaxon's life. When I started this journey three years ago, um, I had a newborn baby. She was, she was two months old and I had a two and a half year old. My husband and I were in full-time ministry, um, senior pastoring a church for three years. So it was still pretty new. And we were desperate. We were in a place of hopelessness. Um, we needed health and we also needed wealth. Um, you know, we were at a place where, you know, our, our health was extremely in the pits, but also, you know, we were trying to figure out like what was next for us. We could not get ahead. We were, we were the people at the grocery store sweating, um, you know, if the credit card was going to go through or who was going to fill up the gas tank. So when Optavia found me, I did not find Optavia, just like my sister said, you know, this is a blessing. This was a gift to us. This is a gift family. Know the power and the tools that you have in your hands, that it is truly a gift. And when I started on this journey, I had very little confidence and I told my mentors, which is the Wallace's, Chris and Heather. And if y'all know them, y'all know they are the best. And then also my frontline coach, Amy Hudson, you know, I took this journey knowing that if I could borrow their belief, right. Um, and that they wouldn't let me fail, that I, I would try it. I wasn't quite serious about it. I started in June, went to convention in July, um, was awakened to the possibility, told Chris Wallace there, I'm going to go home and change the world. And boy, did I, I got home, I got serious. And the very next month um, in August, I hit ED for the first time. So two months of coaching, I hit ED for the first time. Um, but little did I know uh, in October, October the 16th of 2019, my dad would have a massive stroke and he would never recover. And in that four weeks of him, and I'm so sorry, he would, I watched him journey out of this life and it was hard and in those months where I had finally built some confidence like oh my god I can actually do this I could actually make an impact I could actually make an income and be a help to my family you know one of the greatest most hardest things that I had ever had to face was just I was slapped with it blindsided you know, and then after my dad died, I immediately took on the care of my mom. They had been together 45 years and she just did not know how to live without him. So she was crumbling. And so, you know, fast forward a couple months later, it was Christmas and my business had dwindled completely down. I think I had two clients at the time too, all the way from ED. And I was just broken, you know, like my whole life had been upside, turned upside down, you know, the business that I had found some confidence in, like that I was growing completely hit rock bottom. And I just felt like a failure. And I was heading over to the Wallace's house to tell them, I actually drove over there to sit on their couch to tell them that I had made a decision to quit. I didn't have anything to give who in the world, you know, can I encourage when I have nothing nothing left to pour out, you know, and I'm so thankful that that, that moment on their couch, they gave me freedom. They gave me freedom to talk to them real and share how I was feeling, but they also went to war with me in those emotions and they did not let me quit. And I'm so forever grateful because three years later, I'm, I'm not the same person that I was 
three years ago and that I was sitting on that couch completely broken in front of them. They did not let me quit. And I'd like to tell you that in 2020, when I decided in January to start back this business again in April, I hit executive director again. I made the decision. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep doing it because you know what? My family deserves it. And all the people that I'm going to help deserves it. And I'm going to keep pressing on. And it's hard. I'm just going to have to dig in. You know, it's really hard, guys, like on the journey. And you're you're walking through a river. And that, that water is just pressing against you. It is wanting to take you out. You have to dig in a little bit deeper. Maybe you got to put them toes down in the mud, right? And just take another step. And then you get to the end. And you just have to grip on. You just have to grip on real tight. Maybe you just even have to drag yourself out. But when you get to the other side and you look back at that river and you say, wow, I did it. That was so freaking hard and it almost took me out, but I did it and I'm proud and I've, I am confident to face the next obstacle and the next resistance that is going to come. Because guess what? That very same year in 2020, the pandemic hit. The church we were pastoring just completely dwindled, you know, and my mom, we had to move in with her, put our house for rent, move in with her to help her get back on her feet. And then little did we know that she was developing and in the middle stages of dementia. And just a couple months ago, I had to move her into an assistant living. So I want to encourage you with this today. The journey is not going to be easy. And even though we wish the compass would tell us, right, we wish that when we started this vehicle, we would know all the things that we were going to have to face, all the storms we were going to have to, you know, endure and the rivers we were going to have to cross and the mountains we were going to have to climb. But the truth is, if we knew it, we would never take the step because we would not believe that we would have the strength to take the journey. But I'm here to tell you, you do. You have the strength. And here's a couple things I want to leave with you. Commit and don't quit. You have to commit and don't quit. No matter what hell is coming against you, successful coaches have not avoided adversity. They grow through it. So I'm going to encourage you to grow through the adversity, to grow through the storms and the obstacles and the resistance and know that they are making you stronger and giving you endurance to finish the race strong. And I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. And I know there's more obstacles my way, but you know what? I'm more confident than ever that when I look at an obstacle in the face and I look resistance in the face, guess what? I have the victory because I won't quit. And so do you. So if you're thinking I'm not strong enough, yes, you are. I can never make it through. Yes, you can. You just have to commit and don't quit. And then the second thing is lean into your mentors. They love you. They're there to help you win. And you know what's so beautiful about this journey? It has been paid. It has been laid out. There are signs along the way. And you know what? You have mentors just right ahead of you saying, hey, keep going. It's okay. You're going to make it through. Take a left. Stop right here. Go a little further, Megan, keep climbing. It's beautiful up here. Beautiful, keep climbing. So that's my encouragement to you today. Is it worth it? Yes. Is it going to be hard? Yes, but you're worth it.
And so are all the thousands of other people that you're going to love all the way healthy and all the way successful. Love you guys. Thank you. Wow. That was amazing, Megan. Who needed to hear that today? Anybody? Anybody glad they came on boot camp today? Or if you're catching the recording, are you glad you took the time out to uh, be here? Uh, that's powerful, Megan. That was uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, and Megan has built a massive integrated national business on her way to integrated presidential. Um, a six-figure income, over six-figure income, and massive, massive impact because she pushed through that resistance. And let me say this, resistance continues to come, right? In, in church, they used to say, uh, new level, new devil, right? So every time you're moving, about to get some breakthrough or moving to another level, get ready for the resistance. Get to a place, change your posture towards resistance. Quit cowering to it and understand that it's just part of the journey. And when massive resistance comes in, that's a sign to you that you're getting closer to the breakthrough because you're about to develop the strength and the grit and the heart and the passion to be able to lead at that next level. I've seen too many coaches quit when there's resistance. And that's just one of the ingredients. So Megan, thank you for that. That was awesome. And there's so many people we're glad that you fought through that uh, resistance. Uh, okay. So what does it really take to build this business? All this stuff that we're talking about. But I think one of the key elements that we don't spend enough time on, or maybe we do. Um, well, I'll let him talk about it. Jojo Dawson, why don't you come on and lead us a little bit in the uh, DTW, brother? All right. Thank you so much, Dan. I got to give a shout out to Pat and Karen Shatzline. I love you guys so much. We're going to talk about doing the work each and every day. Listen, here's the problem with a lot of people. They, they'll call me and say, Jojo, man, I sent 20 messages today. I said, great. I really don't care. What did you do over the last seven days? You are who you are on your worst day in this business. Well, I didn't do anything for three days. I'm talking about consistency is the key. You got to have consistency. See, so people say, how do you start your day? I get up about five o'clock and I go and I have a quiet time. Well, actually it's a loud time, but I get in there and I have my consistency every day, pray, read the word. And then after that, I get into my numbers. I look at my numbers every single day. I know my coach's numbers more than they probably know. And so I get in there, I get in that consistency. I start voice texting them. I start messaging them. And so they know how to get consistent throughout the day. Now, I want to tell you something. I believe my coach Shats line, I believe Pat 100%. When I first started, I started coaching in the last seven days of a month. I signed up 11 people as an associate director. I didn't know what I was doing. To start my first full month, I went executive director in 13 days, and I thought I was doing bad. Why did I think I was doing bad when I went executive director in 13 days? Because Pat set me up on a high-level thinking. He did not set me up and say, hey, Joe, if you live through this, you can be a senior coach your first month. Oh, Lord, no. Y'all know we don't roll like that. He set me up to absolutely go for it. And at the end of 13 days, he said, 
you're an executive director. I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. You just told me to message everybody I know. I got kicked off Facebook. That's okay. I took it to YouTube. They warned me. I took it to email. I'm just messaging everybody. So here's what I did. There's this lady that was on my scared list. Her name is Yolanda Perry. When she came on, she came on on the 12th of a month. She said, what do I do? I knew she was wired like me. So I told her exactly what Pat told me. I said, oh, Yolanda, just go get all your friends. She got a lot of friends and bring them on a Zoom. Her first Zoom, she brought 16 people on. Her second Zoom, her third date, she brought on 90 folks on a Zoom. My wife is sitting there smiling like I done bought her a new car or something, doing a Zoom with 90 people. She signed up. Y'all ready for this? 52 people. 52 people in 18 days. Why? Because I told her that's what we do. We just absolutely go for it. Do you know? Oh, can I be hard for y'all for a second? You know, I love y'all. Do you know why some people don't hit executive directors? Because their coaches don't coach them to be executive directors. They coach them to be senior coach the first month, manager the second month. Oh, listen, I'm talking for the people who want to change a legacy, who want to change some people, who understand we have a gift from the Lord in this thing. This ain't no side hustle. This is the main thing. And when you understand that, everything else in your life will flow. So I also have another coach. She came on and we were doing a Zoom with some senior coaches and I identified that same gift in her. She was a senior coach in about eight days. Good job. And so I challenged her. She signed up 50 people in the first 30 days. And I, she said, now what should I do from here? Y'all ready for this? This is some good coaching. I said, well, why don't you just become executive director every month, frontline, new clients? She said, oh, that's simple. Did you know this is her fifth month and she has hit executive director every month with new clients? Did you know she has a coach doing the same thing? Because we're training them after three years past to change the way that you do things and start telling people, oh, you can be your first month executive director. No problem. See, this is what I do. I look down my team, OK, my top 15 coaches, because we do the work every single day. My top 15 coaches four or level one, four or level two, three or level three three are level four and one's a level five. If their coaches aren't working, that's okay. I love you, but can you please step aside so I can go get that next executive director? I need them, okay? Because I got some visions in life. What I did last month is we started the thing called the 10X Challenge. Message 10 people a day, every single day. At the end of the month, you have 31 messages. If I got 10 folks doing it, that's 3,100. You know, if you got 100 folks, I got about 31,000 messages coming in. But, you know, there was a secret sniper that was knocking people off one right after another. I don't care. I'm not picking them up. I'm looking for the ones that want to run with me. One of my coaches called me the day and said, Joe, man, this is horrible, bro. I'm having a horrible August. I bet everybody is. I said, oh, no, I got some coaches signing up 20 a month. I got a, quite a few signing up 15 um, just new this month. Why? Because they're doing the work. If you do the work every single day, I promise you, lean into your mentorship. Pat and Karen's taking me off their taxes this year. I'm leaning in so much. You know, if you lean in so much, the IRS probably thinks that I live with them. You know, when you get into the work every single day, there is absolutely no limit. When I joined this business, Two days before I joined, I asked the Lord for two things. I need health after some pretty rough surgeries, and I need a limitless income because I don't believe in limits. I don't do those things, you know, and I'm a child of the king. And so I jumped in and just started going after this thing. There's no limit to this. Hey, I, I tell you one more thing real quick. 
do you know how I grew some other businesses and ministry things by the training I get on this right here? Consistency is key. If you lean in and you're consistent in every single day, I promise you, you will not just hit your goals, but you will far surpass them and you will bring a lot of other people. Coaches, you set the pace for how fast your team runs. Dan Valentine, you're a beast, friend. Love you. Jojo, that was awesome, man. Uh, you, uh, Some of you leaders on here, you, you, he's talking to you today, right? You're not sitting back saying, I'm already ED. This isn't for me. That was some really good uh, leadership stuff there. I'm telling you, you know, a lot of times we look at leaders and we think, man, I can't wait till I get there. The leaders that are growing, the leaders that are doing it, you don't want their schedule. And they love it. It's energizing because they know the people there's that they want to work with. But that's why it takes going through some resistance and obstacles to get there because you got to build the strength to be able and the endurance to be able to lead at that level. And uh, Jojo is one of the hardest workers in this entire freaking company, not afraid of doing the hard work. And I'm telling you, sometimes at the end of the day, same thing as getting up in the morning, you just got to do the freaking work. You don't have to feel it. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have it perfect. God, you'll never have it perfect. If you're waiting for that, you're screwed. You just do the work. Just do it, do it, learn, do it, learn, do it, do it, learn, 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 do it, do it, do it. Fail, do it, fail, do it, learn, do it. Do the work. Do the work. Thank you, Jojo. That was awesome. All right. Uh, Pendles, I'm going to skip my part and I may come back at the end and do it. Um, but I don't want people logging off before you guys do your part because we're, we're about to get super practical. Okay. You all just got your, your, I hope if your mind wasn't right, it's right now. You got, you got a mindset shift happening. That's going to empower you when you do the work. It doesn't work. If you don't work, you can have the best thinking in the world. If you're not doing the work, like Jojo just talked about, it doesn't do anything. So. Your mind has been prepared for what you're about to hear. Listen closely. One of the biggest mistakes that I see happen is as soon as somebody starts to train on what the pendles are going to train on, you tune out because you think you've got it all figured out. And I'm just telling you guys, I actually watched uh, Wayne and Courtney do this training uh, before coming on here, I had watched a preview of it that they did on, on another training. And there were at least two or three things that I learned that I did not know that improved my ability as a coach. I'm eight years into this thing. I have a massive business that we can always learn and we can always grow. So this is one of the, I'm telling you guys, in order to build this business, you have got to know how to fill your funnel. The reason if you're not growing, especially if you've been doing this for a while, the reason is you don't have a funnel that's full enough of prospective clients and prospective coaches. That's it. You don't have enough people. That's the bottom line. You're trying to do too much with too little. You're trying to drag the three coaches that you do have or the three clients that you do have. And you just need more people. And you got to get in your mind, everybody. Think bigger. There's not even close to a shortage of people who need what we have. Not even close. I heard somebody say the other day, oh, yeah, people don't have money. because." And I'm like, what? Are you freaking kidding me? What's unemployment like three, four percent right now? 
one of the lowest it's been in the history of our country. People have jobs. They're getting paid more. I get it. Inflation's costing a little more, but they have money. That's bull crap that we, sorry, I forgot this is not a real talk. Um, that's stuff that we just say in our own mind to let ourselves off the hook. I see people running 30, almost 40,000 FQV this month. If you brought on 20 or more client, new clients this month, put it in the chat. I see it all over the place. Of course, now nobody's going to put it in the chat. Oh, there we go. Jennifer, 26. There we go. McDermott's will hit 20. Anybody else? Throw it in there. It's possible. Why can they do it and you can't? Oh, nobody wants to get healthy. Maybe nobody wants to get healthy with you. And that might be something to dig into and figure out why. And most likely, it is because you have some kinks in your hose that are stopping the water from flowing. So we asked Wayne and Courtney to come on and do one of the best trainings that I have ever seen on some simple ways to unkink your hose. So Wayne, Courtney, take it away. It's all yours. And then I'm going to come back and share something with you that was probably the single greatest factor in Megan and I building this business in the last eight years, if you'll give me five minutes at the end after Wayne and Courtney. Thank you, Dan. What's up, boot campers? And thank you to everyone that set the table for us. Uh, if we don't get the mindset healthy, the actions don't occur. But Dan, you said this years ago. It was the one thing. It was a simple illustration because I think you and I think on the same wavelength. The simpler it is, the easier we can get it, right? So you said, think of your business as a garden hose. If there's not output coming at the end, it's one of two causes. One, you don't, I guess this is a Southern thing, spigot. Is that the right word? You're spigot in on, so you're not doing the actions. So group, this will not apply to you if you're not doing the actions these next couple minutes. So that's first. Second thing is you stand there and you're like, where's the water? Well, the simplest explanation is you got some kinks in the hose. So we're going to walk you through some social media kinks. You may be in the hub. You may be in fast track. You may be doing stuff here. I'm not seeing what Jojo has talked about. We'll go back through and see if there's not an output. So first of all, I'm going to share all of these slides on the boot camp page. So relax and enjoy this journey for the next few minutes. Just lean in. Just watch the illustrations. We've got screenshots. We've got examples. And we're going to talk through this. So let me go ahead and share my screen and we will get into this. So we want to talk about avoiding these. For some of you, you need to inspect it. For others, let's be proactive and not even get a kink. So let's set a great foundation to begin with moving forward. So we're going to talk about some questions that coaches ask. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So maybe you're saying, you know what, I'm doing all the actions. I'm following the, the system, but I'm not getting much of a response on my posts. Well, that could be a kink. And also, if you're a coach, make sure you're inspecting your new coaches. If they're not getting much of a response, it could be several reasons. Here are a few examples. Your circle might be too small. I started with 400 Facebook friends, so I needed to focus on that in the beginning and widen my circle daily. So to fix that, add five to 10 new friends or more daily. That means sending a lot of friend requests to be able to actually add five to 10 with a message to introduce yourself. Maybe you're not starting enough conversations. You know, it's the behind the scenes work. It's not just putting up a post. It's the behind the scenes work that really tightens your connection. So if you're not getting much of a response, this could be the reason. Up your conversations and how many you're doing daily. Maybe you're not being social enough on social media. You know, 
um, Facebook is a social media platform. They want us to connect. So make sure Dan's going to maybe mention the hundreds list. Make that just really is a list of people on your heart. Use that. Go look at their Facebook like and comment on a few things, but then take it to Messenger. This could be the whole reason you're not getting enough response because you're not doing the behind the scenes connections. So hopefully that'll help you with that. And then maybe you might say, no one asked for info on my transformation post. It's all just compliments. Oh, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, let me ask you, are you creating interest? So instead of just saying thank you on a you know a compliment, respond with things that help stir up curiosity. You got to remember, we're in the business of marketing. You know, we're not trying to get people, but we are trying to put something out there to attract and, and have people ask us what we're doing. So you're going, I'm going to give you some examples of how to do this, but if you're just getting compliments, there's still tons of gold to work this post. Don't move on and think that there's nothing there. So then you're going to take it to Messenger. Once you, you know, thank, the, thank those compliments and talk about them. Go to the next one. Thank you. So then the next one is, how are you actually going to respond on a thank you? Instead of just saying thank you, okay, anybody can do that. But we're health coaches and we're trying to really stir it up for people. So one person said, looking beautiful, Ashley. And she responded, Thank you. Feeling so much better is really the best part. See how that stirred up some more curiosity? Or someone just said, looking great, Tanya. You may think that's just a flat compliment. Okay, if someone just said thank you, it's no big deal. But instead, she said, thank you so much. I can't believe how much more energy I have and I need it. Immediately stirring up some curiosity. And the next one, you're looking fine. Keep up the good work. Again, it's just a very basic compliment. But what this coach said back was, thanks, Cheryl. She took it to the next step and said, I'm still in awe of how simple this is, is and I feel great. So if you can see, they talked about feeling better, energy, how simple it was. You're giving little tips and tidbits about this program simply by commenting on a compliment. It will help you really unkink that hose of not having enough activity, you know, on your post. So then take it another step. So you've, you've you know, talked to the people in the compliments. Now you're actually going to take it to Messenger and tighten that connection. This is how you work a post really well. So you're going to take it to a private message. Make sure you don't skip the part about actually commenting on the post. Some coaches do miss that as well. Make sure you comment on the post and then take it to Messenger. So here's a perfect example. This was actually on the post. This person said, you look great. I responded, thank you. I can't believe the difference. So we went back and forth on the post. And then I didn't miss out. I took it to Messenger also and said, hey, Deborah, thanks for my, the uh, love on my 10-year challenge pick. I'm so thankful for my health. If you know anyone looking to get healthy, please send them my way. How's your new go year going so far? So not only in Messenger did I say, hey, I love helping people. If you know anybody else, I asked for a referral. I also ended it with a question so that it will continue the conversation. So a couple more questions and a couple more kinks you might want to check out is, hey, my post gets comments and likes, but then it dies. There's no more activity out there. Well, here's the great news about Facebook is that you can resurrect any post from the dead by going back and commenting on it again. It is a missed opportunity. I just told Courtney two days ago, I received a notification from a post from 2018 that wasn't even mine. Somebody, I don't know why, but they went back, a friend of a friend went back four years ago, commented, well, guess what? Because I had commented initially on that post, I got a notification that, you know, 
Jojo commented on Dan's post and I was like, okay. So it reminded me of that. That's what's great about it. Every time you go back to some of those posts that you know were gold, a transformation post, an engagement post about your dog or kid or something that had a lot of engagement, you can go back and do an update on there and rebump that post. And everyone that commented and liked will get a notification to see it again. How great is that? that we don't have to worry about that. And so here's some ideas to moment. Comp comment with an update. If you did a health transformation post, maybe a couple months ago, do an update. Hey, school year started back. I wanted to give everybody an update. That can be a new post, but also you can put a little short blurb in a previous post to bump it. Put a transformation picture. Those are powerful, right? Or you could just respond with a funny uh, GIF or something to rebump it. Anything you do will bump it. So here's a couple of examples to bump a post, which I, again, I think is the most underutilized feature that we miss out on coaches. Just comment with the GIF. This was something Courtney did. This was a transformation post uh, that a client, that a, a coach had done, or a client had done, sorry, and Courtney commented, but there was a new one that she just put a thank you in there and it re-energized it. How about this one? This was a post that Courtney did months ago about her 10-year um, 10-year story that she was talking about. And what she did is her dad's now on program and getting healthy. So what did she do to bump her post? She put a little blurb about her dad. Now, we've created a separate post for him, but just a blurb about that not only bumped her post, but you know what it did? It created social proof that other people are doing this as well. So anything to be able to do that can be a powerful way uh, to bump your post. Another question. This is the last one we get. Hey, I've responded and messaged to all the comments, all three of them. Right. I responded to all the comments. I don't know who else to message. I don't know what. And here's what coaches say. I don't know what else to do today. Well, let me give you Jojo Dawson's number. No, right. So I don't know what else to do. Here is one of the keys. I'm telling you, it's a key that we didn't know about at the beginning. And we say it often, but it is one of the first questions we ask coaches. Are you doing this? Are you thanking the likes? And when I talk to people that aren't in Optavia, that are in marketing and on Facebook, they don't even know about this. It is a golden thing to do. So learn how to work all the likes and hearts. In fact, you will have more likes and hearts than you will comments. And you can thank all of those people. Again, the first question, let me show you an example. This is Courtney's post that she did about her 10-year challenge. Here she was at 40 on the left and at 50 on the right. Doesn't she look a whole lot better at 50? But look at the number of comments that I've circled at the bottom. 200, I'm sorry, likes, 250 likes. Compared to 66 comments, you are always going to have more likes and comments. They're the they're kind of the introvert's way of commenting on a post without using words. They can just click, but they're still showing interest. So here's what you can do. When you click on that, watch what happens. It is going to open up all of those people. These are this is your potential oh. list of gold right here. These are all the people that are taking the initiative. It's not awkward to message them. They've taken the initiative to like or comment. And so Courtney what goes through all of these. Now if they are a coach, do not send them a private message. They're building their own business. You know, you appreciate that. But these are people that if you they're not coaches out there, then this is a message that Courtney sent. Hey Donnell, thanks so much. And I think the wording is key. Thanks so much for the love on my 10-year challenge post. Being able to take back my health is one of my greatest accomplishments. And I love helping others do the same. Hopefully you know that by now. If you hear of anyone looking to make health, to make changes in their health, please send them my way. I have a pretty incredible incentive this month. That could have been a, that is probably the biggest kink. 
in the hose is not leveraging those 250. Now that was a transformation story, but Courtney, talk about this next one because this is a common post that Absolutely. happens. Absolutely. This so really, you know, you don't just need to thank the likes on transformations only. You're branding yourself as a health coach. So recently I just put a simple post about, hey, I still eat six times a day. Here's an example. I had 161 likes. I'm trying to make connections on Facebook, whether it's a transformation post or anything, really. So anytime you send them a private message, they're going to start seeing more of your stuff. So that's the whole point of this. So then I sent a simple message. Hey, good morning. Here's the recipe. So I'm not thanking them necessarily for liking that post, even though I could. I just said, hey, here's a recipe. Uh, and then I took it to the next level and said, I have a private Facebook page with lots of recipes and inspirational stories. Let me know if you like an invite. Now I'm inviting her into our circle through our ATM page or your client support page, whichever your organization uses. And she said, yes. Yeah. So guess what? I've moved it from her just simply liking a picture of a recipe to now she's in our circle and she's going to start seeing all of these stories. So that's another way to leverage it. Love it. And so just to recap, you know, reply to every comment and the second layer is send a private message. Then you'll start seeing their stuff in your newsfeed, but more importantly, they'll start seeing your stuff. And don't forget the gold of thanking the likes by sending a private message. And that's most of those won't have a comment. Also, some will, but that's a great opportunity. So in short, I would just say, group, go back through and really inspect some of those kinks that can be in your hoses out there. Because when we unkink that and do the work that all of these great trainers have talked about, not only in ourselves and others, you will see the output. It's an, The good news is, Dan, it's an easy fix. You just have to know where to look. And once you do, the fun really begins. Thanks for letting us share. Dang, that was pure gold, Wayne and Courtney. Um, and you didn't even use all your time. I'm massively impressed. Who, who just heard something that you've never heard before? Who just saw something or heard something that you had never known before? This is why you get on these boot camps and this is why you pay attention. There are people who didn't know these things. These Didn't you hear a bunch of us in the chat saying, this is actually how we built our business. At least 50% of our business was built through thanking the likes. Literally. All those people have engaged with you. Oh, let me remove the spotlight from Pendles. There we go. Um, they've engaged with you. They've said, hey, that's cool. Nothing wrong with engaging with them. And I put this in the chat, but, um, you know, don't be afraid. People are afraid to ask for referrals. And you make it weird. Like Courtney did a great job there saying, hey, thanks for, for liking my post. Blah, blah. If, if you know anybody that's looking to get healthy, send them my way. That's not weird. Why make it weird? Why get all up in your head? That's exactly how we do it when we thank the likes. If you owned a restaurant or you owned a retail store, you wouldn't have any problem telling somebody that if they if they liked your post on one of your one of your uh, meals at your restaurant that you posted up, you'd have no problem saying, "Hey, thanks. Make sure you tell people about us." Hey, we're doing this this week. Send, if you know anybody that's looking for some good pizza or whatever, send them over. Pizza's probably a bad example, but you know what I mean. So it's not weird. Don't make it weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. Um, huge, 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 huge. Thank you, Pendles. Uh, and uh, maybe we can cut that part out and have it as a resource for people to use because that's pure gold. Some of you, I get coaches that ask and say, I don't know what, you, you put all this time and effort and energy hopefully into your posts, right? You're not just slapping stuff up against the wall. 
it doesn't have to look good. I love Craig. Craig Fitz said that uh, his his uh, social media looks like a second grader, and mine does too, right? Uh, some of the people with the biggest businesses in this company, their social media looks like second or third graders. So I'm not saying don't be professional and don't get better and don't learn, but that is not the main key to building this business. You know, Heather Heather Wallace, you look at her social media, and I hear people go, well, no wonder she's doing as good as she is. Look at her social media. Nope, she does a great job. It's awesome. She attracts people that I would never be able to attract. But that's not why. It's because she does the freaking work on the back end. And you put all this time and energy and effort into putting a post up. And then if you don't work it correctly, or you're not doing the conversations on the back end, you are wasting all that work. I have coaches that say, man, I keep posting and, and uh, you know, I get like two comments and I get like, you know, four likes. Did you know that you're giving yourself away when you ask your mentor that or when they see that on your posts? I could go into every single one of your social media accounts and I could tell you without any doubt who's doing the back end work, who's got a, a heart list or a hundred list who's starting conversations outside of their posts, who's interacting with the people on their list, and who's working their posts correctly. I can tell you by looking at it. Give me two minutes, look at, and don't text me and ask me to look at your social media. Look at your own freaking social media. You know if you're not getting likes or comments, but I'm telling you, I could any leader on here that's worth their salt could go in and tell you that. You just gave yourself away. You're not doing the back-end work. I don't know how many times I can say this. You cannot build this business just by posting on social media. What do you do if social media goes away? Yeah, those are just some tips on how to work social media. But the concept of having people every month that you have a desire to help that are on your heart, that you're praying for, if you're a, per a person of faith, that you're writing their name down, that you're reaching out and you're trying to connect with and you're looking for ways, all that works outside of social media. You see, the back end starting conversations is something that can happen outside of social media. So if it goes away, the people, I'm going to make a prediction. I hope it doesn't ever go away because it's a massive tool because I can start a conversation with, with 10 different people in 10 different states in a matter of 10 minutes. That is powerful. Did you know people used to build this business before they had one of these? In the palm of their hand, people used to build this business before they could start 10 conversations with 10 different people in 10 different states in 10 minutes. We have it so good. There's not any reason that any person on here cannot build this business and have massive impact. There is no shortage of people that need this. This works every time. We've got the best thing on the planet. Like, there's no reason. We've got social media at our fingertips. We've got people like the Pendles and our mentorship training us on. And let me say something about mentoring here. I'm going to get into a little real talk. Okay, I hope that's okay. And I'm talking to the people that have a desire to grow. I assume you want to grow because you're on this boot camp. Whenever we talk about mentorship, I always get messages. And some of you leaders do too. And there's a few different camps. One camp is, is oh, if I, had, if I had Dave Goff as my mentor, then I could do really well. Like my mentorship is not quite good enough. 
or I hear, I don't have any mentorship. Oh, my, my team doesn't do trainings. And we open up these boot camps. We don't promote them across the entire company, but we've got over 8,000 people in this group and they're, they're open to anybody that, that wants to come in. I mean, we gear it towards our organization, but it, it's here. It's a tool. There are tools like that all over the place. You can't use your mentorship as an excuse. Yes, some people have it a little better because they've got mentors that are down and they're digging in. And some of you heard JoJo talk and be like, yeah, if my mentor looked at my numbers and texted me every day, I could do good too. Could you? Would you? I've seen people blow up this business without any mentorship. I truly believe, I'm going to make a statement here, okay? I truly believe when you sign up as a coach, you have everything you need to succeed in this business in your hands. There is enough out there available that you can build this business. It's nice to have mentorship. So all I'm saying is this, don't use your mentorship as an excuse. And business coaches, that is not a free ticket for you to stop mentoring your team. We have the business we have because we pour our heart and our soul into mentoring. But guys, there's boot camps happening all the time. There's trainings happening all the time. There's events happening all the time. Plug into those and quit complaining and whining about your mentorship. Is that too harsh? That's a little harsh for boot camp, for an all-coach boot camp. So it's just true with you guys. And I don't want you to sit here and let that keep you from getting to where you want to get to because it doesn't have to. That's just something that's in your head. That's a negotiation. You have to win. Okay, I'm going to figure this out. I don't, I don't have Jojo Dawson as my mentor, but darn it, I'm going to figure this out. When you approach it that way, you find the answers. You succeed. One of the ways that you succeed, and I'm going to end with this, and those of you that already logged off, you are missing something that is pure gold. I am so surprised at how many people do not have a new fresh heart list or hundred list. I know I, we used to really call it a hundreds list. That's what it was when I started, but that scares people. I can't come up with a hundred. Oh, and it overwhelms you and you never do it. But I am amazed at how many people on here in this boot camp. I'd say more than half. And I'm guessing the half that's not as successful as the other half. No, I'm not guessing. That's absolutely the way it is. Do not have a list of people that you have a heart for that you would love to see impacted by this business. And I am telling you, if you will hear one thing from me, this is how all, you know, a bunch of the tools you have now, you, you got your Trellos, you got your job forms, you got your, you know, all these training videos, you got boot camps like this happening all the time. None of that was available when I started coaching eight years ago. None of that was available. You know what I had? I had a list with a hundred blanks on it that for me to put names in. That's literally how we built this business. Here's how simple it is. And it doesn't have to be a hundred, but don't convince yourself that you can't get to a hundred if you've never tried. Okay. We literally, here it is. I'm going to end with this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the secret recipe. I had one client my first month. The moment I sat down and put some names on a piece of paper, 
our business grew to executive director in a little over a month's time. Now, I remember when I finished my first 100 list, I felt a massive sense of accomplishment. Uh, my reputation with myself went up because I knew it was something that I should be doing. And the only way that it happened is I actually set aside an hour in my calendar to work on the 100 list. Like I was a month in, had never done it. Oh, I don't have time. No, no, no. I actually just put a freaking appointment in my calendar. And my challenge to you is this. If you do not have a fresh list, don't wait until September 1st. This week, right now, go put an appointment in your calendar. One hour. How many of you can take one hour out of this week and at least try to create this list? Now, remember, when I finished that list, I was also fearful because I didn't know what to say to these people. I was brand new and I'm like, do I, I get messages from people all the time about their businesses. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to like, hey, you're looking a little chubby these days. I got something that can help you. I mean, what do I say to these people, right? And I remember the moment, like I, like I can bring myself back there right now. I'm sitting on the edge of my bed. I had just finished. I texted my coach, Eric Hunsberger. And I said, what do I say to these people? I actually took, sent them a picture of my 100 list because I was so proud of it. I was like, yeah, it was so fun. Anyway, and I remember he sent me back one word. And some of you heard me say this 600 times. That's it, Heather Wallace. I said, what do I say to these people? He texted me back, hi. In that one word, he taught me the foundation that would build our entire business. With that one word, he was saying, don't be weird. Don't send a bunch of info about your business. Say hi first. And that's the key to starting conversations. Just say hi, get the conversation going. Well, what do I say to those people? I don't, and he wasn't saying literally just say hi, because that would be weird if you got a message from somebody that just said hi, like that'd be creepy. Okay, you'd be like, okay, okay. But he was saying, get that relationship going. And here's a little rule of thumb for you. What do you say to people on your list? What would you say if you ran into that person in the grocery store? That's it. Because there's not one script or one thing to say, because there's a different context in every relationship. And you want it to match the context, what you say. So you would say something different to somebody that was like your childhood best friend, then you would somebody that you just met a couple times at your church. And something different to your aunt and something different to somebody you used to work with. Like those are all different conversations, but they're all different versions when you start of hi. What you would not do if you ran into that person in a grocery store, at least I hope not, You would not be like, it's so good to see you. Hey, guess what? I just started this new business and I'd really love to tell you about it. Would you be willing to jump on a Zoom or watch this video? <laughs> you wouldn't do it, would you? No. So, so just think about that when you're going to, now I said all that to say this, because one of the biggest things that paralyzes people from making a list, and it's probably one of the things that stopped me, is I didn't know what I was going to say to these people. And when I first started doing it, I was trying to, when I put the names down, I was trying to figure out how, before I put a name down, I was like, okay, well, how, how would I start a conversation with that person? 
Oh, do you think, would they be interested? And I said no for people. I didn't get their names on the list. One thing that I learned, this is so important, you guys, and this is how easy this is. Sit down. I like it on a regular piece of paper because then I can put my lists in a binder and I've got everybody that I've ever started conversations with in one binder. I can put notes next to the names, all that. If you want to do it electronically, that's fine. doesn't matter. I like, there's just something. What I do know is this. There is something powerful about putting a name from your mind down onto paper or onto a list. And I'm not going to go in, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this. And I don't know all the reasons why I have some, some theories, but I hear it all the time. You'll put a name down on the list and you'll run into that person at the gas station. You haven't seen them in two years or all out of the blue. They send you a text. It's crazy. I see it all the time. I'm not trying to be all weird and kooky, but I am telling you there's a creative process. There is some, there is a force that goes to work when you, and, and I'm not going to try to convince you. Just freaking test me in it. Test me. I challenge you to test me in this. Here's the key. Here's the key. And I may, I may do a longer live in the, in the boot camp on this. We'll definitely discuss this in the mastermind. But everybody on here, if you have a desire to move forward, you should have a list that you're working from of people that are on your heart. Here's how I suggest you do it. Set aside some time, put it in your calendar. We started a fresh one every month. So about two days before each month would end, we had an appointment in our calendar. I had one and Megan had one. We do separate lists. And I would sit down for that time. And that was my goal, undistracted, is to get some names down on a list. We would get to at least 100 every month. And those are the people that we would interact with, start conversations with, make it a point to run into them at church or, or to, to spend a little extra time with them when we're watching the soccer practice together, or, you know what I mean? They're on the list They're you know, these are people that I'm, that I'm, I really want to try to help or partner with. So every single month, and then some months when we would start and, and we, the way we would do is we'd start 15 conversations per day for the first week. So we had, we were through all hundred conversations the first week, and then we would spend the last three weeks of the month kind of working all those conversations and, and, um, interactions with all those people. Um, and then if I didn't see, if I wasn't getting anywhere with a particular list, because a few months in, I realized, well, I actually don't have to wait until the next month starts to do another list. And so there would be months when it, I wasn't seeing as much of a harvest as I wanted, that when I'd get to the middle of the month, I'd do another list. I'd put another appointment in. I'd sit down and make another list. So if you will just do one simple thing, if you're trying to grow this business, put an appointment in your calendar, do this, a new list every month. You don't throw your old list away. You save it because you're still interacting with those people. A new list of people on your heart. I The way we did it is with 100, at least 100 every month. So I'm not going to give you a number, although we do call it a hundred list for a reason. But I've been calling it the heart list because this is people that are on your heart. And here's a couple tips for you. Remove all distractions. If you're a person of faith, pray before you sit down to make this list. That, that was huge for me. It centered my heart. It, it enlisted uh, the force that created the universe, which is my belief. Uh, to help me with this list. <laughs> it's kind of not even fair to everybody else out there that's trying to run businesses. I brought in the big guns. Sat down. And when a name, this is key, 
when a name would pop into my head, I had to train myself not to disqualify them or answer them before I got answer for them before I got their name down on a piece of paper. This is what I found. I put names down that I thought, I do not know how in the crap I would start a conversation with this person. There's no way that they will ever want to do this. Oh my gosh, they hate me, whatever. I didn't have many of those, but I do now. But I'm just telling you, this is a pro tip for you. If the name pops in your head or in your heart or in your gut or wherever it's coming up, listen to me. There is a reason. There's a reason that that name came up. Put it down. And I've seen those people that I would have disqualified, that I had no idea how I was going to start a conversation with, um, that became clients, that became coaches, that are some top leaders in our organization today. Like Amy Roberts said, some of you, if you were creating a list and you know Amy Roberts, you would not put her name down. Her name would pop up in your head because she's supposed to be doing this. But some of you would not, oh, she's, so, oh, she's got five companies that know it. And her name would never go down. So if the name comes up, there's a reason for it. Put it down on the paper or on the list. Don't worry about how you're going to start the conversation. That's not what this is. I'm not even telling you to start any conversations with these people. All I'm talking about right now is getting their name on a list. I want to help these people because what happens is your mind, your reticular activating system goes to work figuring out how to connect with these people. Your creative force that we all have inside of us goes to work because you've just said, this is important to me to help these people and connect with these people and see if this is something that would be a gift for them, see if it could assist them financially, see if it could give them the freedom that they're looking for, whatever. You have just opened up your mind and your spirit to figuring out a way to connect with them. You don't have to do it on the front end. When you get to that name, go through and do it then, but create the list. And then follow the things that Wayne and Courtney are talking about. When you start interacting with those people on social media, you start starting conversations with them. Um, they're going to start seeing your posts. You're going to start seeing their posts. This is how the algorithms work. People cannot figure out. Like I said, back to where I started. If you've got like three likes and one comment or no comments, you do not have a list and you are not doing what I just talked about. Absolutely guarantee it. This is literally, there's a lot of stuff we've learned over the years. And sometimes we do a disservice of teaching too much that we've learned that truth be told, we didn't know when we built this business to presidential. All we knew is we wanted to help some people. We put their name on a list and we went out and connected with them every month. And then we did it again the next month. And then we did it again the next month. Consistency was the key. 12 months in, if you're doing a full hundred list, you'll have not just started conversations with, be careful just printing out your Facebook friends list and just going down the A's. I feel bad for people whose last name is A's because you're at the top of every person's list in uh, so in uh, network marketing and any other business. So you get, and nobody's consistent enough to stay to the Z's. Sometimes they'll, they'll trick it and start with the Z's, but man, you're in the middle. You're like, you're, you're like M or N. You never get a message from anybody. Okay. How do you create your list? Let it just flow first. Who pops into your mind? Spend a few minutes doing that. After that happens, this is exactly how we did it. 
Then scroll through your comments on, or your contacts on your phone. Oh, that's my landscaper. Why would you skip your landscaper? My landscaper came walking up to me two years ago up my front, up my front drive after working on the yard, eating an Optavia bar. I had never told him about Optavia because I'm an idiot. He met somebody else that told him about it. And as soon as he did that, I, I was like, oh, because he's like 150 pounds overweight. Well, his number's in my phone as landscaper. Juan Carlos, he should have went on a list. So don't disqualify. Oh, that's my, oh, that's my dentist. Oh, that's just, that's the, um, that's the receptionist at the real estate office. So you don't think she needs what we have? That's how you make the list. Once you get through your contacts, most of you have hundreds of contacts in your phone. Then you can scroll through your Facebook friends list. And you're looking for, and when you go through your contacts, I'm not saying write every contact down. What I'm saying is when you're scrolling through them and a name pops out, there's a reason. You'll know which names to write down. And I'm not saying pick everybody. That's not what I meant by the landscaper thing. But if the landscaper pops up and go, oh, yeah, he could, oh, that's just my landscaper. No, if the name popped up and stood out to you, put it on the piece of paper. And then you can go through there's all kinds of memory joggers and, and things that and we'll put some of that up to help you. There's no reason that anybody on here couldn't get over the next five months, at least 500 names down on a heart list. No reason. And you can then scroll through your Facebook friends. And pick the names that pop out. You'll know, you'll know. So my challenge to everybody is this. Who's going to create a new list this week? If you don't have one. And I, I don't know. I wish I knew how to fix this. And I'm done now. But I wish I knew how to fix this. Never fails. Every month I have multiple people come to me and say, gosh, I heard you talking about the 100 list for two years ago. I finally decided to do it last month. And oh, my gosh, it works. And they act surprised. Like I'm making this crap up. Hey, leaders, anybody else ever have that? Why don't you skip that two-year process of not listening and just go trust me? There's stuff in this business that makes no sense to me, but it's been proven and it works and everybody that's successful is doing it. Just do it or, or prove it wrong. Prove it wrong. So put in the chat if you're going to be, if you're going to create a list. This week, do you have your appointment in your calendar to do it? And some of you, if you're leaders on here, you might need to reach down into your organization and help some of your team create a list. Like I said, I don't think that's necessary for someone to create it. So if you're on here, you already have everything you need to create your list. Don't call your mentors and ask them to get on with you to make a list. But leaders, if you have team members that are not on here, you know what the first question I ask people, especially new coaches, if they made their list yet? Let me see your list. Do you have your list? That, that's you, you get zero mentorship from me without me asking that question. Because that, that's all I know. That's how we built this business. So today was awesome, you guys. Thank you to everybody who trained. Powerful, powerful boot camp. Man, pure gold today. Um, 
man, just good stuff. I hope you guys got something out of it. I hope you got your one thing or your two things. And uh, let's go put it all into practice. We have, it's the 27th. So we have what, six days, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, five days left in this month. Let's absolutely crush these last five days. We'll help you finish this month strong and it will launch you into next month. Next week is our last boot camp. So be here. It's going to be our grand finale. Uh, get your butt to ED if you're not there yet. So you can be part of this mastermind if you want to. And we'll have some more information on that next week. All right. Love you guys. Have an awesome week. Megan says hello as well. Megan Valentine. And uh, she wishes she was here. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.